Peter Hill Explains, where I invite you to join the science teaching conversation with me about a Wikipedia reading of Ross River virus. So it's a disease only in Australia or around Australia. It's a bit like glandular fever, not quite as bad as Lyme disease. It's just a single, single virus, uh, but uh, we'll actually um, read into it. So I'm just going to read this article because it's a problem right here in Glenbrook, amazingly, uh, affecting our family in particular. Ross River virus, RRV, is a small encapsulated single-strand RNA alpha virus endemic to Australia. So, <coughs> I suppose RNA, it's got a, a coating around the outside and the RNA is what's produced by DNA. DNA produces a copy and RNA actually then goes out and produces proteins. So what it would do is it would go into the cell encapsulation would go in, enter into the cell and it would the cell would start producing versions of it, more viruses. Um, uh, endemic to Australia, Papua New Guinea and other islands in the South Pacific. It's responsible for a type of mosquito-borne, non-lethal but debilitating tropical disease known as Ross River Fever. So I can say it's not lethal but it is debilitating, pretty amazing. Previously termed endemic polyarthritis, um, the virus is suspected to be enzoic in populations of various native uh, Australian mammals um, and has been found on occasion in horses. So uh, enzoic means that it actually resides actually in the DNA of the, it's become incorporated in the DNA of the animal, the Australian animal. So various kangaroos or whatever it is will um, produce this virus. So the virus is actually encoded in the kangaroo. The kangaroo is, it's not, uh, it's not affected with it, but it's actually, you know, if you had two kangaroos and mated them and kept them in, in a bubble and uh, you know you had the joey and the joey uh, was kept away from all foreign matter it was out in deep space the joey was made in deep space and uh, that joey would produce these viruses it's pretty so it's suspected so it's in zootic I, I don't know what it means i don't know whether it's in these okay that's classification and morphology so it's a, interesting. I wonder if they have species of um, uh, uh, viruses. But taxonomically, Ross River virus belongs to the virus genus Alpha virus, which is part of the family of Toga um, viridae. Uh, the Alpha viruses are a group of small, enveloped, single stranded, positive sense. Uh, RNA viruses. Now, I don't know what a positive sense RNA virus is. It's just where it reads in RRV belongs to a subgroup of the old world Eurasian, African, Eurasian alpha viruses and is considered closely related to Sajiyama virus, which is Japanese, will be a Japanese virus. But these old world viruses are um, 
Australia's definitely in the old world, whereas New World would be um, uh, South America and that type of stuff. Um, okay. The virons, virus particles themselves, contain their genome in a protein called capsid at 700 angstroms in diameter. Now, angstrom is a tenth of a nanometer, so it's 70 nanometers in, um, in uh, diameter. They are characterized by the presence of two glycoproteins, E1 E2, embedded in the trimeric dimers in the host-derived lipid envelope. So um, it, it can't actually make its own envelope. The uh, lipid is a double fat layer, but it uh, so it gets the tricks the machinery of the cell to make the virus. So it doesn't have the complete set. It just uses available stuff, but then it pokes through these glycoproteins, which glyco means sugar-coated proteins. Uh, because RIV is transmitted by mosquitoes, it is considered an arbovirus, a non-taxonomic term for the viruses borne by arthropod vectors. So vectors would be like arthropod would be any jointed animal. You could have a shrimp, a prawn is an arthropod, a crab is an arthropod. Perhaps there wouldn't be ticks would be more interesting. <coughs> so give me for coughing. So um, you won't get coronavirus from that. In 1928, an outbreak of acute febrile arthritis was recorded in Naranda and Hay, New South Wales, in Australia. In 1943, several outbreaks of uh, Aralinga and arthritis were described in the Northern Territory, Queensland, and Struchin Islands of the north coast of Papua New Guinea. This is really interesting public health endemic reporting. So, if you, it's, you know, can you catch arthritis? Apparently, you can. Um, the name um, endemic polyarthritis was coined for the disease. So, for some reason, it looks like arthritis. Uh, the Australian disease seemed to regress in a milder fashion. I say, okay. uh, it was coined. In 1956, the endemic occurred in the Murray Valley, which was accompanied by acute viral polyarthritis, which uh, caused um, by the Chikchunga virus. So, there's a series of viruses which do it. The Australian disease seemed to regress in a milder fashion. In 1956, serological testing suggested an unknown new species of alpha virus, Group A arbovirus, was the likely culprit. In July and August 1956 and 1957, a virus recovered from mosquitoes collected in the Tokyo, Japan, was dubbed the Sagiyama virus. There was considered a separate species at the time, but now it's considered co-specific with the Cross, Ross River virus. So there you go. Um, okay, the virus itself was first isolated in 1972 using suckling mice. It was found that the RRV isolated from human serum could kill the mice. Oh dear. However, the serum containing the virus was used has become uh, uh, come from an Aboriginal boy from Edward River in northern Queensland. The child had a fever and a rash, but no arthritis making the link with RIV, rustled a fear less than concrete. Hmm. So you could imagine the Aboriginal populations have a different, uh, wouldn't have a different response. The last ever outbreak of the virus was uh, 79 to 80 and occurred in the Western Pacific. 
Epic involved islands of Fiji, Samoa, Cook Islands and New Caledonia. However, RIV was later isolated in humans following a series of endemic polyarthritis outbreaks in Fiji, Samoa and Cook Islands during 1979. RIV was isolated in an Australian patient suffering from the Ross River fever in 1985. So it's sort of a very new thing. In 2010, Ross River virus was found to have been made its way to the Andor area near Prune, uh, in Prune, India, and spread to other parts of the city. A tourist from Australia probably returned infected with the virus. Dear, okay. Now, the RIV infection is characterised by inflammation and pain in multiple joints. Hydration uh, by sufficient fluid intake is recommended to ensure the fever does not rise to very dangerous levels. It is recommended that a doctor be consulted immediately as regular pharmacological uh, paracetamol gives only temporary response reprieve from the uh, fever. So, my, my purse involved has gone through the fever, it's now just suffering. In rural and regional areas of Australia, uh, the continued prevalence of Ross River is thought to be supported by natural reservoirs such as large marsupial animals. Antibodies to Ross River virus can be found in a wide variety of placental marsupial animals and also in a few bird species. It's not presently known reservoir hosts support Ross River virus in metropolitan areas such as Brisbane. But we are way out. No, we've, we've got kangaroos and everything going around us at the moment. In the southern salt mouthed mosquito, which is known to carry the Ross River virus, was discovered in Napier, New Zealand in 1998. Due to the 11-year program by New Zealand Ministry of Health, later the Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries, the species was declared completely eradicated from New Zealand in July 2010. In September 2006, there has never been a report of case of Ross River virus acquired within New Zealand. Well, so there is a particular type of southern salt marsh mosquito. So I'm sure these were in our swimming pool. Look, there's... You know, I go around trying to eliminate the mosquitoes, things, but there's just buckets of them. Uh, due to the expansion of housing in southwestern Western Australia, residential developments is occurring closer to the wetlands, despite that ecosystem is known for mosquito breeding. In particular... Well, talking mosquito breeding, there's certain areas. Adelaide had to be moved from the mouth of the Murray River, natural thing, you know, a great city on the mouth of the river, to where it is, um, you know, in the drier regions, just because of the huge number of mosquitoes. Um, over uh, the decade of uh, June 2011 to 2012, the population increased by uh, 44,000 residents, averaging a rate of 4.5% per annum. In June 2013, the Peel region accounted for approximately 5% of the state's population um, and predicted to account for around 6.7% of the Western Australia's population in uh, 2013. My godfather. A study comparing the risk of contracting Ross River virus uh, and the distance of dwellings from muddy lakes, the report showed within a one-kilometre buffer zone there was approximately 1,000 1,550 mosquitoes in traps per night 
with a eighty-nine percent of them being AC, the uh, AE, which is I think the uh, mosquito, the uh, Aedes uh, camp for thromatous saltlouse mosquitoes. So a lot. Um, decreasing to approximately 450 mosquitoes with 75% AE. So, my godfather, the, that gives you an idea, a, a trap can trap a thousand mosquitoes. So that would be, you know, a fair amount. You can imagine the amount of mosquitoes here. And so that night, um, when I'm reading here, it's just Mosquito City. So it's interesting that I've got Ross River virus. Um... Studies suggest that there is significantly higher risk of contracting RIV when living close into muddy lakes. However, there was a rise in the two-kilometer buffer zone of 3,700 mosquitoes with approximately 5% um, uh, a camp, camp to Rychos. A similar trend in the study, same study conducted in Peel region, resulting in less mosquitoes further away uh, from the buffer distance. So, I don't quite know what that means. In 1995-96, Leshholt and Capel Busselton were affected by an outbreak of 524 uh, cases of RIV. Although it occurred around a decade ago, the data analysed the total RIV cases per thousand persons um, for each 500 metre buffer zone. This shows an elevated risk of contracting the disease living close to proximity to the Leshnik estuary, within two kilometres being the strongest disease risk gradient. So here we just, the entire place uh, was just doused with a year's worth of rain. Evidence shows that there is a strong correlation between contracting RIV when living close proximity to wetlands in the southwestern Western Australia. However, due to continuous growth and development of residential areas around these wetlands, it's expected the problems with RIV will de uh, disease will occur. Risks. There's not too much here. There are several factors that contribute to the individual risk of virus in Australia. The risks were trialled and study conducted in the tropical Australia, uh, which illustrate the factors such as camping, light-coloured clothing, exposure uh, to certain flora and fauna, and specific protective mechanisms are able to increase and decrease the likelihood of contracting the virus. Isn't it amazing? So, dark, light-coloured clothing gets you more mosquitoes. Um, but increasing the frequency of camping in the individual risk increase eightfold, suggesting an increased exposure to wildlife increased risk. Um, this is shown to narrow by the narrow 95% confidence interval of 1.1 uh, to 4.35 within the study. For example, the individual exposure to kangaroos, wallabies and uh, bromelade plants also increased the risk, suggesting that they were reservoirs for infection breeding sites for mosquitoes potential vectors to virus. Although these areas show higher risk of the virus in humans should still enjoy the wildlife but consider preventive mechanisms as increasingly, uh, increasingly important while camping. So that's the the general thing, poor loop, uh, poor my poor friend. Um, yeah, so it's wear dark cl clothing. That's an interesting thing. Prevention. Ross River virus can easily be prevented 
through small behavioural mechanisms which should be of high importance in tropical areas and during participation in outdoors activity. Firstly, insect repellent should be rigorously used to prevent bites from insects and specifically include mosquitoes with vectors that carry disease. A study show in tropical Australia shows that a very narrow uh, 95% interval of uh, 0.2 to 1 of the decrease of as a result of increased use of insect repellent, suggesting strong correlation between the two. Following burning citronella calendars are based on the same principle that repels insects uh, that are vectors. Can I say there's no or very reduced mosquitoes here? It's look, uh, I suppose we have a lot of trees here. Yeah, it's another thing, so it's a bit cool. Um, mm. Secondly, the wearing of light coloured uh, clothing decreases the Ross River virus three terms. So it's you've got to wear light coloured clothing. Uh, this again can be based on repelling vectors such as mosquitoes through the use of bright colours. Lastly, so you've got to be fluoro, you can't be sort of moxo thing. Lastly, high risk areas should be minimised by mechanism of prevention that are applied within households. For example, screens should be fitted to windows and doors, prevent entry of insects carrying the virus, potential breeding areas such as open water containers or water holding plants should be removed. Therefore, a specific climate environments should be assessed for fact risks. So we've got our big pool there, it could be my fault. Therefore, specific uh, climate, okay, lab research. The study of RIV has been recently facilitated by a mouse model. Poor mice, inbred mouse, infected with RIV, develops hind limbs arthritis and uh, arthralgia disease in mice, similar to humans. is characterized by inflammatory uh, infiltrate, including macrophages, which are immune pathogenic and exacerbate disease. Furthermore, recent data indicates the serum component C3 directly contributes to disease since mice deficient in C3 proteins do not suffer from severe disease following symptoms. Symptoms. Ross River virus can cause multiple symptoms on someone who is infected. The most common being arthritis or joint pain. Some symptoms include a rash on the limbs of the body, which often occurs roughly 10 days after arthritis begins. Limbs to nose may be enlarged, most um, commonly the armpits or groin regions, and rarely feeding, feeling of pins and needles in the person's hands or feet, but occurs in a small number of people. The virus also causes moderate symptoms in horses. Symptoms of Ross River virus are important to recognise for early diagnosis and therefore early treatment. Symptoms have been illustrated uh, in the case report of infected Thurigan traveller in southeastern Australia, whatever that means. Uh, this case showed flu-like symptoms that included fever, chills, headache, pains to the body. Additionally, joint pains arose uh, in which some joints uh, became swollen and joint stiffness was particularly noticeable. A clinical Examination of the infected individual shows significant decrease in specific antibodies despite the normal blood count levels. A rash is a good indication that is likely to occur, but it usually disappears after 10 days. I think there was a rash in the arm. 
The symptoms of Rock's River virus are important to be aware, so early treatment can be administered before the virus worsens. The time between catching the disease and experiencing symptoms is anywhere between three days to three weeks, and usually takes about one to two weeks. A person to be tested can be tested for Ross River virus by a blood test. Other illnesses may never may need to be excluded before diagnosis. Diagnosis. The testing of Ross River virus should occur in patients who are experiencing acute polyarthritis, tiredness, rashes, and history of travel within the area prone to infection of the virus. Serological blood tests are appropriate manner by which to diagnose Ross River virus. Within seven days of infection, the virus produces immunological M, IgM, which is a presumptive positive diagnosis. IgM uh, may persist for months or even years, and therefore false positives may be triggered by the Barham Forest virus, rubella, Q fever, rheumatoid factor. To completely test for Ross River virus, a second serological test must be conducted 10 to 14 days after the first. If the patient may be declared positive for Ross River virus infection, there is a four-fold increase of IgM antibody count. Okay, well, they've done that. Ross River fever. Ross River fever is also known as Ross River virus infection or Ross River virus disease. Ross River virus is named after Ross River in Townsville, which is the place where it was first identified. Ross River fever is the most common mosquito-borne disease in Australia. Nearly 5,000 people are reported to be infected with the virus each year. Thanks a lot for listening. another story comes to a close it's been a pleasure sharing this moment in time with you may you discover truly amazing things understand them and tell others thanks for listening